It's almost showtime. As we get ready to watch the fist of Conchu leap across the screen in his white cloak, the suspense is killing us. So, on today's episode of Night Night Spectre, we take a look at the Disney Plus Moon Knight featurettes that have been released and discuss the possibilities of how our favorite Spectre of the Night will transition from comic book page to TV screen. Welcome to Night Night Spectre, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and splintered mind of Moon Knight. I'm your host, Lawrence. And I'm Elizabeth. And on today's episode, with the debut of the MCU portrayal of Moon Knight almost upon us, we're both really excited to discuss the featurettes that Marvel and Disney Plus have put out for our previewing enjoyment. Oh, are we excited? (laughs) Very. Oscar Isaac has been wearing that white sweater for like a month now. (laughs) Every time I see more content, I'm just even more excited. I can't. But let's do a little housekeeping first. We would love to hear from our listeners, so please email us at nightnightspecter at gmail.com. N-I-G-H-T-K-N-I-G-H-T-S-P-E-C-T-O-R at gmail.com with your thoughts and questions, and you might just see them appear on a future episode. You can find Lawrence at produced by underscore LK on Twitter and Twitch. And you can find Elizabeth at it's Rizbiff, I-T-S-R-I-Z-B-I-F on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, you can connect with the Lore Party team on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Lore underscore party. So now the big question is why I talk about this, but honestly, a better question is why not? Like, I can't think of any reason why it wouldn't make sense for us to sit down and and kind of like nerd out over the possibilities of the show, especially being like this close to the release. Absolutely. Especially like, you know, we've we've kind of gone through more runs and have been doing our research. And, you know, this has just been the thing that is consuming our lives over the past months. (laughs) We've, We've already pretty much had this discussion so many more times than probably we should have without recording it. So this is just like the official run through. Yeah, that's that's pretty, pretty true. <laughs> so, okay, so let's get into it. Awesome. So with all of the options of pre-show content that have come out about Moon Knight, we wanted to focus on the featurettes since they give us a little bit more to work with than just the trailers. Like we've got actor com- commentary and character descriptions and not just a bunch of the same audio of Oscar Isaac saying that he doesn't know when the difference between his waking life and his dreams. <laughs> or the sound effects of him punching whatever the hell is on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, very good punching sounds. Or him asking if he's a secret agent. <laughs> or I'm a secret agent, yeah. It's a little bit more complicated than that. <laughs> but if you haven't seen them, don't worry. We'll play some clips for you just so that we're on the same page. We'll give you some highlights. When you look past the surface, what do you see? Complicated man? battling an inner conflict, struggling for balance. A force of strength. Wondering what the hell is happening around her. 
a mysterious figure, worshipped, exalted, and you don't want to come face to face with his unworldly power. The fun of Moon Knight is getting introduced to a new superhero in a new world. It's a real, legitimate character study. Moon Knight is a spectacular character. He's got an incredibly unique visual look. Our job was to kind of put a lens on the things that had the most uh, dramatic juice and ultimately take the mental health aspect incredibly seriously. The way we're tackling the story, we learn about Stephen and then learn about Mark, and they're the same person. The tone is like Fight Club meets Indiana Jones. It's a bit dark at times. To tie it into something so vast and supernatural, it's amazing. Every aspect of this show has a duality, and we've shifted the paradigm. For me, what's really exciting is that it's totally unpredictable. And so now let's take a look at some of the old characters that are that are getting a new twist, because as we are, as we can kind of tell from what we've seen, like we are probably in store for more of a retelling of Moon Knight's story, which honestly, I'm even more excited for than just a one to one retelling. I'm glad that they're putting a lot of thought into it. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think a one to one would be a be so boring to see honestly and especially considering like we've talked and we talked in our first episode about how the dissociative identity disorder that mark specter deals with like was at one point in the comic books referred to schizophrenia so like moon knight we've incorrectly seen, referred yes. to it, yeah <laughs> so we've seen like moon knight has gone through its own sort of evolution over the years and so i think like getting to this point just makes the most sense it makes most it makes the most sense to actually try to modernize it now. Yeah. The first character that has been monopolizing all of the trailer time basically is <laughs> Stephen Grant. Stephen. There's so much to say about this, um, but Stephen Grant seems to be like our main focus for the series. Absolutely. Overall, the original teasers and everything open up with with uh, this skittish British man carrying in a corner, talking about his dreams, and then being like, I'm Stephen. Um, <laughs> Pointing out his name tag, just so we're all clear, his name is Stephen. Yes. But like one of the, the, the strange things, like the new twist about Stephen is uh, he's British. Yeah, like, we'll get to that later. Okay. Okay, fine. We won't get into this now. <laughs> but Stephen is British. Stephen is uh, British. Um, and he doesn't seem to have any money. So no, he is not the millionaire playboy that we know and love from <laughs> from the comic book series, at least how, what we can see thus far. He's just a very attractive British man. <laughs> yes, Oscar Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, one thing that stays true to the comic books is uh, he's still pretty much the uh, sensitive man alter. He's yeah. a sensitive, non-violent one. I almost called him a himbo, but I was like, he's he's not. No, <laughs> he's just he's he's just sensitive and non-violent. Yes, he's just sensitive and non-violent. That that is, they definitely still prove to like be true true to that aspect of, of him as an alter. I guess they figured that he can't be that attractive and also have money because like look at Jeff, <laughs> look at Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg. You can't have it all. Yeah. Steven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you got Elon Musk in here. It's just like, if you're a billionaire, you're probably, like, ass ugly. So they were like, we can't have Oscar Isaac's character in here looking like that and being rich. <laughs> you can only have two of these three things. <laughs> yeah, so, 
And I mean, I guess he chose well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, uh, you know, the next old character with a new twist is obviously um, our boy, Mark Spector, you know, the namesake of our podcast and, um, you know, the the original. The OG. Yes. And, you know, at, we don't get to see too much about him in the trailer, um, but... You know, we do, he seems to, like, generally stay the same, like, appearance-wise, um, minus just, like, not being comic book level buff. Right. Also, we see that he's not British, so. No. But yeah. I, th- I think the small clips that we've gotten of Mark so far haven't surprised me. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah. this is what I, I anticipate from a portrayal of like a live action portrayal of Mark Spector, especially when played by Oscar Isaac. And we may cover this a little bit later in the show, but it seems like, you know, Mark is very well versed being Moon Knight. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Like, it seems like that's the thing. Um, and then the last old character with a new twist that we want to, you know, touch on is our boy, the subject of our last episode, Conchu. Our villain, non-villain. Weird. Who is this man? Weird God half thing. Naked chicken <laughs> skeleton with like weird hair in the back. And I'm like, uh <laughs> I, love the, I love I honestly like when they when they show that that close up of him just standing behind Steven, I just like I love that they have that. It's just like such a like cool like costume detail to me. I just love it. It's like you uh like licked a lollipop and dropped it on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> just got some fuzz on it. It's fine. I was like, I was like, brush oh. it off. Five second rule. I'm like, I guess the I guess the hair will stay in the skull. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's weird, but you know, and and what we've seen so far, they're not portraying him in, in like his his classy suit manner. Um, we're getting like a more like Age of Conchu like or Altar of Conchu like robed yeah. chicken man. Um, like the a throwback to the the uh, kind of the original. Yeah, that's sort of like older depiction of Kanchu. And, um, you know, that will most likely play into what we see on the show. Yeah. There's probably definitely a reason, um, you know, as we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do hope that we get a clip of, of Kanchu at one point in, in a little little series of him in his suit so he can be, you know, looking fly like like he has been in the, the you know, recent runs. But I'm not going to be upset if we don't. I want them to force him to drink whiskey with that head and oh. see how just terrible it is. <laughs> like, I just, that's that's my hope. I just. He's just going to have a straw. Running all down the side of the <laughs> hmm. Oh, my gosh. But then, you know, we have um, some new characters that are making an appearance also. Yeah, we have new characters. Well, one being kind of new, but definitely being pulled to the forefront. So we're going to talk about Arthur Harrow, Dr. Arthur Harrow, to be correct. He's really interesting because Dr. Arthur Harrow was only in, I think, about one of the comic book issues. Yeah. So he, and based off of what he was in, in the comic books, he suffered from a disorder that caused him hella pain in his face. It actually paralyzed half of his face. So he kind of like had that, you know, two face thing going on where he, like part of his face was like disfigured. So he had like this weird snarl going on. Um, and that's kind of what what motivated him to go into pain studies. Doesn't that doesn't seem to be the direction that they're taking this character based on what we've seen so far, especially like seeing Ethan Hawke 
he doesn't have any weird like things going on with his face that would indicate that that's the direction that they're going in. And honestly, when I first saw the trailer that had Arthur in it, before any names were announced, I immediately thought that they were including, like, this is Sun King yeah. in the show. Yeah. Honestly, they could still do, just based off of them saying, you know, Arthur was worshipped, but they could also be going in a totally different direction than any character that we've seen so far in the comics. Like, this could just be, like, them taking this one character that was seen once and then just doing whatever they want with it. But we do know one thing for sure. Man's got a devote following and a magic pimp cane. <laughs> yes, a magic pimp cane that sum- summons what I assume are demons, I guess. Yeah, so. Or, like, weird vampire things. I definitely thought at one point I was reading some other Moon Knight comics and I was like, you know what? This... Being looks a lot like Morpheus. He looks like kind of how the the things are, but he's like supposed to be the Olympian god of dreams. Yeah. But I doubt that that's where they're going with that. But hey, who knows? Because after some of the other clips, I was like, eh, eh, maybe not. (laughs) He also gives us our iconic line about Mark having chaos inside of him. Yeah, to embrace it, which I really love that line generally. So I'm, I'm excited to see like, Arthur's character is definitely going to go, I feel like, try to be a a mentor to him that kind of rivals Khonshu. Yeah, and Arthur is definitely someone that, you know, may come up in, in future episodes because there are a lot of theories surrounding, like, at least this portrayal of Arthur in the show, so. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely dig into more detail of his character and, like, what him showing up at the comic books looked like specifically and then... Obviously, we'll probably dive into him more as a character in the, in the TV show as well when we do that. But we also have our new character of Layla. She's definitely another character that I'm interested in. As far as I can tell, there's not a character in the comic runs has, that has the name of Layla. However, there is a mutant that exists in the Marvel Universe that is named Layla. Doesn't have the last name the same as what they're saying that the character in Moon Knight is, but... That character also happens to be involved in the House of M, which with the new Doctor Strange movie coming out that's supposed to be kind of like the House of M, I'm wondering if they'll do something there or if this is more of a false lead. Could be. Never know. Kevin Feige is uh, the master of diverting expectations, but his Truly. actors are not. So that, that <laughs> <laughs> Calling out you, Tom Holland. <laughs> But they did they did mention that the, you know, show like everything has a duality to it. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. Now that we've covered, you know, our tried and true characters with our new twist and we've talked about the new characters that kind of are making a bigger role. I think that's a good point to maybe take a break and when we come back, we'll dig into some quotes from the actors and the in the featurettes. Awesome. So now that we've heard from our lovely sponsors, let's let's get into some actor quotes. Specifically, let's talk about Oscar Isaac. So in one of the featurettes, he says, our job was to kind of put a lens on the things that had the most dramatic juice and ultimately take the mental health aspect incredibly seriously. So when we 
first learned that Moon Knight was getting his own show, I know that we were both super excited. But at the same time, I was a little worried about how they were going to handle the mental health aspect, given that, you know, generally mental health isn't always treated well by the media, you know. Uh, But specifically with DID, there's a lot of misunderstanding and misinformation around the disorder. So hearing Oscar Isaac say that they were taking the mental health aspect incredibly seriously truly means a lot to me. Um, and I hope that that actually like shows up in that way in the show. Yeah. And from what it seems like, at least where the way his his alters are presented, that they're putting some thought into it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, only time will tell, but it does seem like a pretty good depiction, like. Even just going from, you know, Steven to Mark, there's like, I think that they've seems like they've done a decent job yeah i i haven't seen like in the in the feature ads and the 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 content that we've seen so far i haven't seen any like red flags that would make me think otherwise so i'm hopeful yeah and with all the people that are behind the helm i would be it'd be pretty damn disappointing yeah i'd be super disappointed so again (laughs) no red flags but the next quote was from may i apologize for butchering the last name but it's calamoy i think and she plays Layla. And she just said the tone the tone is like Fight Club meets Indiana Jones, which very is very obvious. Like it's almost on the nose. Um it's it is an adventure with a man that also has dissociative identity disorder. Um, except like the the twist is pretty much presented up front. Just a dude running through tombs fighting people. Yep. <laughs> Indiana <laughs> Jones. There you go. And then Obviously, Fight Club, like you mentioned, but seems like a an accurate tone, I guess, to take with that. Yeah, definitely. Like, especially, I mean, we get uh, several punching scenes, so, and there's some, <laughs> some chases and looks like some gunfire. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of, like, people getting their ass whooped, at least. Yeah. Which, like, honestly, we're just missing, like, the snowflake quotes and actual Nazis shooting at them. <laughs> 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 then it would really bring in the Fight Club Indiana Jones <laughs> aspects. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at first, I was like, are there fight? Was there Nazis in Fight Club? And then I was like, ah, Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's like, do I not remember this movie right? Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to Ethan Hawke. Um, so in his quote, he says, Every aspect of this show has a duality, and we've shifted the paradigm. So this, yet another reason for me to think that he may be Sun King, because when we're going to talk about duality and the moon is involved, you've got to talk about the sun. That's just, like, duality 101. So, honestly, if he's not, I'm not going to be disappointed, but I will be impressed by, like, the false lead. Like, here, this is what this could be, and then we're just going to completely dash your expectations. And not to speculate too much, but I do think that, like, I feel like Sun King will be involved in some way, whether or not, like, you know, Ethan Hawke's character in the show is him. Yeah. But I feel like he'll have something at least to do with him. You that know? That's true. I feel like if they didn't pull the Sun King in at all, it would be, even if it's just, like, in this little six episodes, we get, like, a nod, and it's just, like, more to come. Definitely. And so now, obviously, there are a lot of questions. Like we mentioned at the top of the episode, there, this is definitely shaping out to be a retelling of, of Moon Knight. And the interesting part is it seems like we aren't 
necessarily starting at the origin, at least the way all of the trailer content is. Like we could we could very much still be starting at the origin of Moon Knight, but it at least seems like a nice retelling of it. But one of the first burning questions is like, since we're starting with, you know, uh, Stephen and we see Mark, we have to ask ourselves, like, are we going to see Jake Lockley? It's interesting that like Stephen Grant, the the nonviolent, like passive, sensitive alter is the main focus of what we've seen so far. Um, but I definitely want to know like how we're getting introduced to Jake, um, if we're getting introduced to Jake at all, because like there's a lot of action and fighting. So it seems like it would be pretty perfect, you know, yeah. like we get a clip where, you know, Stephen is is coming to after, you know, having like beat the tar out of a group of people randomly in the streets of wherever <laughs> um <laughs> and you know like so he's, he's like bloody hands and like shocked and whatever steven doesn't know what's going on but like mark and jake would have the the skill set to like you know throw hands like that while steven doesn't um so is it just like that could possibly be jake lockley popping out for a second kicking some ass and then disappearing yeah if they want to indicate, hey, just blatantly, this is Jake Lockley. They just need to put a hat on this man. This this staple hat that Jake Lockley wears. But I like there is no direct indicator, so it, it it truly could be either of them. Yeah, hopefully they don't have him grow the mustache. <laughs> yeah. like, I just kind of want the mustache to go away, <laughs> or just like wear a fake mustache. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Another question that you know, while we were uh, putting this all together, that we had is just. Where are Marlene and Frenchie? Which yeah, where John Paul Frenchie? <laughs> uh, maybe they just John Paul John Paul Frenchie. I'm just but I do yeah. Where where are Marlene and Frenchie? Like those are Mark's two of Mark's confidants, sidekicks, and um, his big support system as Moon Knight. In our first episode, we just you know we established who those two were to Moon Knight. You know everything from being a love interest to making the moon night moon copter and being his best friend yeah you know be best friends Puts lovers on <laughs> best friends lovers helicopter flyers <laughs> like where are those guys so you know it, it is definitely something we're definitely wondering is like is there a big reveal will they have a cameo or in this retelling are they not around you know is there a dynamic that we're building where um, we don't necessarily have Marlene and Frenchie because like you can still tell this story, still can tell the story of Moon Knight without them technically. Yeah, and I mean, it has been done. There are runs where Marlene is like, peace out, Mark. I don't want to deal with this anymore. And then Frenchie is kind of in the same same way, just not present in the stories that we're getting told about Moon Knight. So it very well could be that they're not a part of this. Definitely. But I think when it comes to questions... And we mentioned this earlier. My biggest one is why is Stephen Grant British? Yes. Like it truly might just come down to that it's easier to tell the difference between what character Oscar Isaac is playing if they don't have the same accent. But I don't want that to be why. Like I want there to actually be a reason 
why Stephen Grant is British. See, I figured that was going to be the reason because either that or we're going to have to run in. There's going to have to be some time where he's like, oh, no, I'm actually Stephen. And, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, like, be- that's the easiest explanation and probably what the explanation is. But I, you know, there's part of me that f- feels like you, you could put some kind of story behind this. And I think it also kind of gives more personality yeah. to the alters. Like, I would hope that, like, Jake Lockley, if he pops up, has, like, more of a gruff accent than, like, what Mark has, you know? Mark is, like, standard Oscar Isaac. Jake is, like, maybe heavy Chicago accent. Just a very, really, a really, really thick accent of, like, some other place. I'd be okay with that, of just each of them, just so that it's easier for for viewers to understand that we're, we're going between these. I mean, you know, it, it also just gives Oscar Isaac range just in, be- in his acting. So, so obviously got that waiting for for an answer for that whether i get one actually who's to know but one the my burning question that i have which is partially in jest but kind of not really why are we only getting six six episodes i feel like this is a a very short amount of episodes for us to get introduced to moon knight as a character and especially without like obviously we talked about We've got, we've got a Stephen Grant established as being a thing. We don't even know if Jake Lockley is going to be involved in this. Maybe he is, maybe he won't. Marlene, Frenchie, who knows if, they, if they're going to be a part of this. But there's so many facets to Moon Knight, just generally, that I'm I'm glad that they didn't start with a, just a, a movie for him because I don't, that definitely, like, whatever three-hour-long movie they would have given us probably wouldn't have been enough. But I still think six episodes is a little short. Yeah, we're definitely not going to get the um, guy that's homeless that sells books. I'm going to miss that guy. Uh, Crowley. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like also like I'm always just wondering about episode length, too, in that in oh, that yeah. same vein, because like just from the trailers, it seems like there's a lot going on. And if oh, and, and if we're they're really going to go like, I don't know, like the thriller twist or we're, we're like there's so much duality and different things are, are happening at like, you know, randomly, like right in front of your face. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like gonna have to either have a long long episodes or have one hell of a cliffhanger right i did have one bonus question i was thinking about this really came from a conversation that i had in the moon knight subreddit yeah initially was is moon knight gonna have powers and like what powers is moon knight going to have because like as we've established is like moon knight has very like ambiguous powers yeah it's like up for the person to determine but you know Someone in in the subreddit made a good point. It's like you have to give him powers. It's just like the same way that you they really play into Daredevil's enhanced abilities because otherwise it would be a blind guy going out and fighting crime, which seems less believable than a guy who was in an accident that like cost him his vision but enhanced his his um, right. senses to superhuman strength. And like from what we can see in the trailer. When I was like rewatching some of the featurettes, it seems like, you know, he's like, we see him actually transform into Moon Knight instead of actually like put on a costume that's in the back of a taxi. Like he's yeah. going through like physical transformations and it also always seems to be at night. So I would have to assume that it's something with a moon. So it seems like he may have some powers. I mean, it, it looks like he could jump pretty far. Yeah. I think like <laughs> I, I like that point of it's not making the disability like for daredevil his his abilities don't come from him being blind like his disability isn't his superpower it's just not something that holds him back yeah um and i 
I think that's that's exactly what they're going to do here. I was, you know, going back and kind of like seeing how Arthur was in the the one issue that he was in, going back and forth, um, reading some of that those like earlier runs. He he does have if they're if they're going to nod to like the earlier Moon Knight stuff, he did have increased strength in the Moon. So yeah. that that like and I definitely like agree with you that there's got to be something if he's going to be able to mystically change into Moon Knight's costume instead of putting it on one paint like at a time in the back alley or somewhere. So yeah, because there like you mentioned, there were runs where Moon Knight had powers and they're like never really stuck. Yeah, and they were also just like never really fully explained. Like Moon Knight sometimes has powers and sometimes doesn't, but it seems like this Moon Knight does have powers. Um, you know. It's just like maybe it'll be a little less ambiguous. Like yeah. we see him transform. We see him like kicking ass and protecting someone from bullets. Yeah, I think that they're definitely I feel like diving more into the mysticism that they, they can they can kind of get out of Moon Knight. Which is honestly good, I think, yeah. for, for Moon Knight, because like it would be much harder to explain. Like it plays into the mental health aspect like. Mark is a man that, you know, he has these different altars and sometimes like one altar takes over and then another altar takes over. And I think like giving if we're going to give personality, like if we're, they're really going to focus on the personalities of each of his altars, it makes sense to have Moon Knight, which is essentially being portrayed as like, you know, Mark alter as like the um herald of conchu like with some sort of differentiating thing because i'm also wondering if we're going to get mr knight and moon knight is mr knight going to have something that separates him from moon knight you know yeah you know i mean all the only thing we have to go so far is him falling out of a window and then magically appearing in a suit yeah so or being in the suit looking at his reflection and some window and then turning around and going into in a moon night cape mode. Yeah, so it's it's just like it's it's, it's an interesting like thought. I'm I'm yeah. excited to see what really happens with it. But you'll have to tune in to the Disney Plus Moon Knight show to find out and then listen to our podcast when we talk about the first episode. Absolutely. To kind of like wrap things up um I'm definitely not one of those people that needs adaptations to be exactly what the source material was. I kind of mentioned earlier, I think it would be really boring for me to just see a one-to-one of the comics. But obviously, I do have standards for the content I consume. Um, I trust Disney not to, like, Avatar of the Last Airbender at this as they create a live-action Moon Knight. Uh, <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan was not attached to this project. Yeah, thank God. Uh, no offense, but also kind of offense. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just so excited to see where this goes and what elements they bring in change or leave out. I'm also just going to say, while I think that the probability is almost zero, I do hope that they do a nod to some sort of the, the I know you're here, Dracula, you fucking nerd. Where's my goddamn money? <laughs> <laughs> like, if they don't do a nod to that, I will be super upset, but I, I f- highly doubt there will be any nod to that i'm personally excited to see just this retelling like like you said i'm I'm also not a person that needs a one-to-one adaptation i'm also not the type of person that criticizes something before it comes out to which i hate 
and for but from what I've seen, it looks pretty good. Like I'm excited because it seems like for once we're not getting dropped directly into like, okay, here's a bunch of origin story and then a conflict that happens really fast and then ends. Like, I mean, we've all seen Uncle Ben get shot like a thousand times. So many. It's like I'm desensitized. Yeah. But then Bruce Wayne's parents even more. Like, I'm I'm glad that we get to see it seems like an already established Moon Knight, but we have to put the pieces together for his origin. And I think that's a very creative take. Yeah. Overall, I'm just excited because I think like we're getting more established, like a more established Moon Knight, more established villains, and hopefully like more developed sidekicks. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm super excited. I feel like us as viewers are probably going to be learning about Moon Knight with Stephen Grant. Yeah. And I feel like that's a really cool, cool way to, to display that for us. Yeah. And when you think about it with Stephen Grant specifically, too, and this may be going on a tangent, it's probably best to start with the most timid person because otherwise, like, Stephen Grant isn't going to be good in a conflict. Like, <laughs> like, they normally switch him out because it's like he can't handle the heat. Right. It's like good that we get him in there while we're like figuring things out and he's like the lovable, sensitive guy. Yeah. And the other two people are the ones that'll shoot you and like beat you to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hey. The show drops within the week that this episode drops. We definitely want to hear your thoughts on this episode before Moon Knight. Tell us your theories and everything. Either email us at the email we provided, message Lore Party, or drop a question on Reddit. Yeah, we'll be looking at all the places. Want to talk to you guys about how, how you think this is going to go and how you think that your theories match up to ours and what new things that you have that we didn't point out. want to definitely have a dialogue. Word. And with that, this is the truth learned, that being Moon Knight is not a curse, nor a state of penance. It is simply who and what he was always meant to be. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us grow the show. And be sure to connect with us on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at lore underscore party. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you under the blue moon.